0: Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless you. Let's pray, family. God, I thank you for each and every person here. I thank you that we never take it for granted this opportunity that we have to come and minister together. I pray that you give me your inner wisdom to speak life into each and every person and that everybody under the sound of my voice will get something out of the message today they can use. They can use and make their lives better. God, not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but they will be able to use this message and make their lives better immediately. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. If you have your Bibles, lift them up for me and say this. Say, this is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Every verse is God breathed and I aim to live by every word. It is essential to my faith foundation and works to change me from the inside out into the person God created me to be. That is why I shall never let it go. It is reliable. It is the truth. It is divine. It is the word of God and shall forever be to me my Bible in Jesus name. Amen. Loved ones, we got a good one for you today. Not that the word of God isn't good all the time, but this one, this, one, this one worked me over, not in a bad way, in a very simple way, but it, 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 I think you're gonna enjoy it. We have a life policy. This life policy is a policy that Jesus worked hard to put in place. It's a policy that gives us the right The right to become children of God and operate in the fullness of that adoption. However, to operate in the fullness of that adoption, we have to trust God completely. That is why our policy says this. I'm in the King James Version. Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. Reads like this. It should display for you. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not until thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Not might, but he shall direct your path. Our complete trust in God does have some roadblocks, though. And one of those roadblocks is worry. Say worry. worry. Loved ones, a life of worry is a life of anxiety. A life of worry is a life of stress. A life of anxiety, a life of worry is a life of restlessness. I say it this way. A life of worry is a life of mess. And there are so many other negative existences that come along with worry. None of those states of existence is how God intends for us to live. Stress Anxiety, restlessness, all that stuff, that does not align with the way God wants us to live. That's why He made sure to put in our policy a no worry clause. Words from our policy concerning not worrying read like this First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, New Living Translation, talking about this no worry clause. It says, Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. To help us kind of defend ourselves or defeat worry, we set our sights on completing two tasks. What were those tasks? Task one, learn to acknowledge when worrisome thoughts and feelings are attempting to rise up in us. Then task two, Acquire the skills to deal with it in a manner that defeats worry and points us back to trusting God. Now, we completed task one, which is basically you need to figure out when you start to approach the worry zone. And in completing that task, what we did was we did a comparison of two words. We compared and contrast the word worry to what was the other word? Concern. Concern. We did a comparison and contrast of those two words. Those two words are closely related, but they're quite different, especially when you're talking about your policy. You see your policy, this policy of yours, this policy that Jesus put into motion, put in an activity for us. This thing right here. Oh, it's okay with concern. But it says no to worry. A few quick high points about our compare and contrast are these observe I want you to see these with me and you're going to say these with me read that first one with me ready go worry drives you to act or not act on your situation or circumstance in spite of what God said or says that's worry now let's read concern go Concern drives you to act or not act on your situation or circumstance based on what God said or says. You see, worry, that thing will drive you to act no matter what God said. But when you're dealing with concern, concern will allow you to step back and what what did God say about this situation? But... We drill this thing down even tighter than this. Let's read the next one. Say this with me. Go. Worry operates outside of your policy, concern operates within your policy. Worry has you all outside of your policy. I don't care what God said, do this. I don't care what God's told you, to. don't stay still, move. Hey, move, don't stay, all out here is worry. But concern operates in your policy. On that note, we wrapped up one. Task one was complete. Next, we move on to task two, which is basically, what do I do when worry has somehow taken root in some manner? What do I do when worry is somehow taking root? Because we need to shake off that worry and get back to trusting God. That's the objective of of task two. Show me how to shake off this worry thing and get back to trusting God. And we begin task two by talking about something I call the worry (laughs) two-step. The word two-step. Now, get this. We all are familiar with the two-step dance move. It's basic. It's uncomplicated. Oh, it's coming. (laughs) It's basic. It's uncomplicated. Guess what? The two-step, it don't use much energy. And you know what? It don't require much room. A tremendous Benefit of the two-step is that the two-step, that thing stands the test of time. The two-step never go out of style. Listen, dance moves and dance crazes can come and go, but one thing remains constant and consistent and effective on the flow. That's the two-step. That bad boy is timeless. The two-step don't go nowhere. The two-step is good to go at all times. The two-step has a simple one-two cadence. Say that with me. One and two. That's right. One and two. That's two-step. One and two. That's two-step. One, two. Two one and two. Right? One and two. And two. You can speed it up. One and two. One and two. Right? One and two. The, that's the two step. Now, the two step can even have variations. I'm gonna ask my son to come up here with me. Okay. <laughs> come up here, Eric. I promise we won't get crazy. But the two step has variations. Now we got the basic. Right. One and two. One and two. Now, you can also take the two step and you can vary that thing. You can step and slide. Right. You can step and slide. Right. Step and slide. and You got to lean a little bit. Step. You got to kind of lean a little bit. With that thing. Right. Step. Right. And you can also take the two step and you can put that thing in a box. You can one, and two, and one, and two, and one, and two. You can put that thing in a box. You can mix it up. You can step, step, and you can slide in the back on that thing. You can step, step, and you can slide to the other side. It's the two step. It's the two step. But what's the cadence? It's one and two. One and two. It don't matter how you change that thing up. It don't matter the variation of the two step. When you boil it all down at the core, it's still just the simple two step. And that bad boy is timeless. It don't matter your age. If you lost for a move, you can break out the two step. It don't matter. It don't matter the error. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, today, 10 years from now, it don't matter. You can bust out the two-step some kind of way. Get this. Fast music or your favorite slow jam, two-step don't care. (laughs) You can break that boy out. Why? Because the two-step never goes out of style. The two-step, that thing right there is timeless family. Worry's approach to affecting our life is a two-step. Oh, yeah. It's approach is basic and uncomplicated. Worry's approach to affecting our life don't use much energy, and it takes very little room. Plus, worry's two-step stands to test the time. That's why it continues to use it. It's two-step also had a, has a cadence. Except instead of one and two, one and two, instead of using ones and twos, it uses words. What are those words? Situation, circumstance, situation, circumstance circumstance situation circumstance situation circumstance say that with me situation circumstance situation circumstance that's right that's that's its cadence now i know that might not sound as clear right now but i promise you we're going to clear that up real soon and to clear that up allow me to draw a bright line distinction between a situation And a circumstance. You see, in life, we as people, we throw those words around all the time. And often we use them interchangeably. Let me read you two sentence pairs. Listen to these sentence pairs. Here's sentence pair number one it is a person might say, You don't know my situation. Or that same person might say, you don't know my circumstance. That's sentence pair number one. You don't know my situation. Oh, you don't know my circumstance. What about sentence pair number two? Sentence pair number two. A person may say, I'm dealing with a situation. Or that same person may say, I'm dealing with a circumstance. To the casual listener... Both of those statements within those pairings are the same, but they are not. To the casual listener, to people like us that use those words all the time, often interchangeably, those statements are not the same. Situation and circumstance are different. Let me highlight the difference for you. Look at the monitor, whichever, whichever monitor is closer to you. Loved ones, a situation is a state. A situation is the existence of the thing, while circumstance is its effect. That's a big difference. I'm gonna give you an example. Now, I wanna just keep your focus on that screen and listen to this example because I want to prime something up for you. We want to highlight that a situation is a state, and the circumstance is its effect. Let me give you a hypothetical state. And that state is a state of the lack of finances, no money, no, no, no buying power. Now, that can come in a lot of different ways. You can just say, got no job. I'm in poverty, whatever it is, but the state that I'm trying to paint for you is lack of finances. Given that state, a possible circumstance is your inability to pay your bills on time. You have a state and you have a circumstance. Now, taking that one Let's talk about other possible circumstances that can come from that same exact situation. Turn your attention to the screen for me. A situation involving the lack of finances or poverty or no job, however you want to put it in your mind, can have the circumstance of an inability to pay your bills on time, loss of home to foreclosure, Repossession of one's car, deferral or cancellation of a dream vacation, situation and circumstance. Not the same even though we use them interchangeably. You see, I was reading and I came across, this is a good example. This is a good example. It's one I created, and I stand by this example. But I read one that an author put down in his writing of what is the difference between a situation and a circumstance, and it was so simple I had to share it with you. The author said this, if you want to just quickly get in your mind what is the difference between a situation and a circumstance, think about a car accident. I kept reading. The author said, the car accident is the situation the circumstances are the potential outcomes that result from that situation in other words the car accident is the situation or the state circumstances could be damage to the car circumstances could be damage to other property circumstances could be injury to people. Circumstances could be jail time for the person who's at fault. Situation, circumstance, we often use them interchangeably, but loved ones, they are very, very different. Back to the monitors. I want you to say this with me. Yes, give me the next one, please. In a nutshell, situation is the thing. Circumstance is its effect. Say that with me. Situation is the thing. Circumstance is its effect. Oh, we're getting there. Yes, Lord. Now, once we know that, we can pull us back into accomplishing task two. Because between situation and circumstance is where worry performs its move, it performs its two-step, it performs its dance, and then it does its damage between situation and circumstance. Listen to how the worry two-step works. It works this way. Worry waits for a situation. Now it needs a situation. It somehow has to identify a situation. You see, that situation is its indication to start. That situation is its cue to get going. That situation is its music. Once that music starts, worry takes his first step and its first step is to get you to acknowledge the situation. Once it gets you to acknowledge the situation, it goes to its second step and that is to project potential circumstances. Situation, circumstance, situation, it's the worry two step and it works between situations and circumstances. I want you to note something. I want you to note that worry needs both a situation and a circumstance. A situation alone just won't cut it. A situation alone just won't do. Without accompanying circumstances, worry will fail. It can't do it alone with a with a situation. It needs a circumstance too. Face it. And and you're not telling the truth if you if you if you don't come along with this. Face it. You are indifferent to a situation until something makes that situation relevant to you. Until a situation is meaningful to you, it it it. It, it, it doesn't move your emotions. Your feelings don't stir. You don't get into a tizzy when a situation has no meaning to you. But when the circumstances surrounding that situation hit home, all of a sudden, that situation got your full attention. By pulling you into acknowledging a situation and then flooding your mind with negative circumstances. Worry gets your full attention. I want you to look at these variations. Because when worry does its two step. When it does its work. It does its work in three variations. Remember, I told you the two step can be left, right, left, right. It can be step, slide. It can be step, slide. It can be four corners. It don't matter. It's still a two step. Worry, it's two step has variations. What are its variations? Variations one. Variation one. Variation one is when there's absolutely No situation and no circumstance. You see, if there's no situation, there can't be a circumstance. But in this case, remember, worry needs music. It needs that situation. It needs to hit that first beat. It needs something to get that first step. So what does it do? It will project the situation in your mind for you. And once you acknowledge that situation that it has projected for you, it will also do you the honors of projecting a circumstance. Variation one. What is variation two? Variation two is when a situation already exists, but guess what? There are no circumstances yet. You just got a situation. But remember, worry can't do it with a situation alone. So it moves to step one, get you to acknowledge that situation, and then guess what it does? Oh, yeah, it projects some circumstances for you. What about variation three? Variation three is when there is a situation and there is a pre-existing circumstance. Worry likes this variation. Because the situation already got your attention. And it can use the existing circumstance as further evidence as to why you need to pay attention to the other potential circumstances it's getting ready to tell you about. Variations. One, two, and three to the worry two step. I'm going to give you some examples on these. Because unless it's practical... In my opinion, it has, I'm not going to call it worthless, but it has much less use. So let's put this in terms that would just, it would make sense to folks. Variation number one. Variation number one is the variation where we have absolutely positively no situation and absolutely positively no circumstance. Your child asks to bar the car. They asked to borrow the car. Now, what is the situation there? There is none. The child just asked to borrow the car. You haven't even decided if you're going to say yes yet. The baby don't got the key. Even if you gave your child the keys, guess what? They ain't left the house yet. Where it two-step, there. But it quickly rushes in with a potential situation. They're going to get in an accident. And once they plug that situation in your head and it gets your attention, they rush to a future state, of, and they're going to be in the hospital. It's two-stepping you to control your actions, to control your motions, to dictate what you do. It's the worry two-step. There is absolutely, positively no situation yet, and without a situation, there can be no circumstance, but worry can't work in that. So they got to trump up a situation in your mind. Worry's got to do that, and then trump up circumstances because it can't do it with just a situation. What about variation two example? Let's say the scenario is this. You lose your job, but that is all that's happened for right now. So you have a real situation or state. But nothing else has happened yet. But good old worry has a potential circumstance for you. Ooh, girl, you ain't gonna pay your bills on time. You see, Worry needs to take you from your situation to project in your mind a future state of a circumstance that can get you to do what it needs you to do. It cannot two-step with a situation alone. But the moment it gets you to acknowledge a situation, it gives you a circumstance. What about variation three? Let's go ahead and stay with the job thing. Let's say you lose your job and the bank is foreclosed on your home. So you have a real situation and you have an existing circumstance. Where he likes that? Because now it can take your current situation, point you back to your, your, your current circumstance, and then drag that circumstance back into your mind and dogpile on some other potential circumstances. What do I mean? Your situation. Lost your job. Existing circumstance. Banking foreclosed on my house. Oh, worry loves that. What are you going to do? This is a financial disaster. Next situation. next Next circumstance. You will not be able to recover. Does it stop there? No. Next circumstance. You told your baby girl she could go to dance class this summer. You ain't going to be able to do that now. She going to hate you from the bottom of her heart. You're going to break her little heart. Circumstance. It don't stop there. As a matter of fact, that's not the only heart you're going to break. Your whole family going to be ashamed of you. In their eyes, you're just a failure and a disgrace. What are you going to do? Dogpiling on your existing circumstance. That's the worry two-step. Situation, circumstance, situation, circumstance. And it's with that two-step that it drags you down into a life of anxiety and gets you outside of your policy. I want you to reflect on something with me. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 8 in the voice version of the Bible. Last time we were together, we went through three examples. I'm going to ask you to reflect back on those examples and we're going to quickly show you the worry two step in each one of those examples. The worry two step is timeless, it's simple. That's why worry keeps using it. It stands the test of time. 1 Samuel 13, verse 8, in the voice version of the Bible. And you'll notice that I highlighted some things here. They highlighted it for me. Thank you. The ones that are in the bold, the text that's in bold is the text we're coming back to. But right now, I'm going to read it to you. It says this. Just so for those who weren't here, the prophet Samuel told Saul to wait seven days and that he will come and we'll take care of all the, 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 what do you call the offerings to God. But the prophet Samuel is delaying for whatever reason, and Saul is getting a little nervous. This verse says this, Saul waited for Samuel for seven days, the amount of time he had been told by Samuel to wait. But the prophet did not come to Gilgal, and the people began to slip away a few more days, and Saul would have had no army left, so he decided to take matters into his own hands. Look at the monitors for me. The situation is this. The prophet did not come. That's the situation. An existing circumstance, the people began to slip away. So worry has to project something new. What is that? If you keep this up, boy, you ain't going to have no army left. That's the worry two-step. He got him to acknowledge the situation. Worry pointed to an existing circumstance and said, you know what? If you don't do nothing, something right now, if you don't act outside of what you know God told you to do, You're going to be in big trouble. Got him to jump out of his policy. Next one, Daniel. Daniel chapter 6, also in the voice version of the Bible. This one will also have bold text. As a brief summary, Daniel was a good guy. The king promoted him. People didn't like that he got promoted. So they tricked the king into making a law that says, basically, if Daniel pray to his God, he going to get his tail thrown in the lions den. <laughs> Daniel chapter 6 verse 10 in the voice version of the Bible reads this way. Even though Daniel was aware the king had signed the ordinance into law, he continued to do what he always did. He would go home, ascend the stairs to the upper room which had windows facing toward Jerusalem and get down on his knees three times a day and pray to his God and praise him. Look at the bold situation. There was a law signed into, an ordinance signed into law. That's the situation. Now keep in mind, on that situation, it's just been signed in the law. There are no circumstances yet. And you know, worry was pumping that boy's head up with circumstances. You're going to disappoint the king. And not to mention, if you get down on your knees and pray, you're going in the lion's den. But we got to pause and give kudos to Daniel. Because the Bible says instead of getting tied up in the mindset that worry wanted him to get tied up in, Daniel continued to do what he always did. He continued to operate in his policy. It said he ascended up the stairs to the upper room, got down on his knees and prayed to God and gave God praise like he always did. Daniel didn't go to that upper room alone. What did he take? He left worry and those potential circumstances downstairs. He grabbed that situation and he drugged that situation to God. You see, when you take your situation to God and leave worry at the door, God got an opportunity to tell you how he see the deal. God get an opportunity to tell you how he see situations and circumstances working out for you. You got to leave worry at the door and take your situation to God and hear what God got to say on the matter. You see, when you take your situation to God on the matter and he give you your circumstance download, God sounds something like this. Yeah, I know your wife left you and it hurts. But as long as you stick with me, you're going to be okay. I know your husband left you and it hurts, but guess what? As long as you stick with me, you gonna be okay. I know they talking about you and you thought they loved you. They treating you bad. I know that it hurts, but guess what? As long as you stick with me, it's gonna be okay. Hey, I know that you wanted to go to that school. You put in your application. They did not accept you. But guess what? Although it hurts, although you're disappointed, as long as you stick with me, guess what? You and me, we going to be okay. I know they said they was going to hold that job open for you, but they didn't. They didn't. They said the job was yours. They lied. You're disappointed. It hurts. You trusted them. I get that. But guess what? As long as you stay with me, you're going to be okay. God will give you circumstances that keep you in your policy. That's what you do when you have a circumstance. Daniel took his circumstance, went up to the upper room and said, God, what we going to do about this? Not what I'm going to do about this what are we going to do about this? Daddy, what we going to do about this? Daddy, they signed this thing in the law, Daniel said. It says that if I stop praying to you, that they going to put me in the lion's den. But I trust in you. I'm going to stick with my policy. I'm going to do what i always done three times a day. I'm going to be here in the open window so everybody can see. I'm going to pray to you and I'm going to give you praise. And however this thing work out, I know that as long as I'm with you, I'm going to be okay. You see, Daniel didn't give worry an opportunity to get his music started. Daniel cut worry off at step one. And you can't do the two-step with just one step. Daniel wasn't having it. The moment he heard that music starts, I got to get to (laughs) God. He ran to his policy. When worry comes at you, many people run from their policy. When trouble comes, They run away from their policy for an answer. But trouble should pull you closer and you should rest in your policy. Trouble should cause you to rest in your policy, to fall back into the arms of God, to get into his bosom. Any situation that you're dealing with, worry wants to get you to a point to where you look and focus on its circumstances. But if you get that situation to God, you know, what we used to say, tell God all about your troubles. <laughs> but if you get your situation to God, God will let you know. As long as you stick with me, you're going to be okay. What do we say in corporate prayer? God is not just the shepherd that stands by your side. He has deposited in you the Holy Spirit, so God is in you. And so when he say, we're going to be okay, we're going to be okay. Because he's with you. Our other example, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 14 through 16, Elisha and his servant. Remember, the king of Aram was trying to ambush the children of Israel, but Elisha kept telling them where he was going to be. And he said, we got to go capture Elisha because I'm tired of him messing up my plan. Here we go. It reads this way, starting in verse 14 in the Message Bible, 2 Kings chapter 6. Then he dispatched horses and chariots, an impressive, impressive fighting force. They came by night and surrounded the city. Early in the morning, a servant of the holy man got up and went out. Surprise! Horses and chariots surrounding the city. The young man exclaimed, Oh, master, what shall we do? And he said, Don't worry. He meaning Elisha. Don't worry about it. There are more on our side than on their side. Look at the bold text. There is a situation there. Horses and chariots have surrounded the city. That's a real situation. Now, there are no circumstances yet. So what happens? This guy says, oh, what shall we do? In his mind, he is already being deposited upon by worry the potential circumstances of that situation. But then there's another person in this situation. Elisha, Elisha say, don't worry about it. Once again, another person that cuts worry off at one step. If you, leave it, if you leave it up to his servant, worry is getting ready to run amok. But Elisha, seeing the same situation, says, God, what are we going to do about this? We're not going to worry. Just like Daniel, Elijah cuts off worry at just one step. And, loved ones, worry can't do the two step with just one step. In this life, worry will try to build anxiety in you, it will. And understanding how worry works between situation and circumstance to get you outside of your policy. That is a good place to be to allow us to learn how to stop worry in its tracks. And stopping worry in its tracks is something that we all need to learn to do. Because once we stop worry in its tracks, that clears the path for us to be in a position of trusting God completely. And that is the position we want to be in. Family, we're going to step back into task two real soon. But for now, here's my parting words to you. That old boy called Worry, he liked to do the (laughs) two-step. He do it in a lot of different variations, too. And in doing his two-step, we can't fault him because he do it because it's simple. It's timeless. It keep working, so he keep doing it. So that's where we step in. And we got to cut off that beat. So as we go farther into this thing. Know that that's our goal. To put us all in the position. That when we try to get get in our life. We learn how to get that boy out of our life. I love you so much. Let's pray. God. We are all here. With. Ears to hear and a heart to receive. We know you can speak to us at any times, not just during the message. That's why we always stay open to hear. Of course, my prayer is that something by now has touched the heart of everyone who is participating with us. But by chance, if there is someone still waiting to hear something special from you to make a decision, to make a move. We pray that it happens before they exit. If not, we send ministering angels with them to get them the word that they're seeking for from you. Worry has no place in our life. That's why you saw fit to give us a no-worry clause in our policy. And as believers... We need to do a better job at embracing that no worry clause. Help us, God. Help us to see worry and to move it out of our lives. The Bible says that we are to trust you with all of our heart. And it says to lean not into our own understanding... I I caveat to say, and don't lean towards the thoughts that worry wants to pump through our minds. I thank you, God, that you're faithful. And you know our heart's desire is to be closer to you. So help us, help us with this effort to get worry out of our life. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen. Well, that's what God had to say to us today. We pray that it blessed you. As always, we pray that the word of God blesses you, not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but we pray that you got something out of the message today that would change your life immediately. God bless you and look forward to chatting with you next time.